when travel was abruptly stopped and most of the world went into a territory as unimaginable as the seventh circle of Dante's hell, I started checking Facebook more than once a week in the hope of enlightenment. Perhaps someone there would know the answer. I drew a blank. There was a sudden wave of language learning, cooking, baking, house painting, as if the purpose of the pandemic that had the human race by the throat was some contemporary version of that ancient horror, the housewife of the year, followed by gardener of the year. Then there were the yoga exercises, the homeschooling schedules, the Zoom meetings. People kept telling me how busy they were. After a month, I retreated in defeat, feeling less fit, less calm and less accomplished than before the virus. I have not become a better person in lockdown. I do not knit, neither do I sew, and I am very unlikely to reap, except for the wild strawberries, like jewels scattered in great profusion among the roadside greenery and under the hawthorn bushes, whose blossom is still flowing like cream over the hedges. As I write, Kropatrick is shrouded again in cloud. Nathanberg and Moore are visible, but well wrapped after six weeks of almost indecent showing off, and the cuckoos call morning and evening. The swallows arrived late but never more welcome. They scissor the air, carving their vanishing shape into its dimensions. They bring light and flight and the promise of both and their kaleidoscopic swoops and lifts over the house and garden are so swift that when they leave, even memory cannot keep them there. And Kavanagh's line floats in from another season. And I had a prayer like a white rose pinned on the Virgin Mary's blouse. <laughs>